red herring here on Gone Fishing, and we're happy to welcome you back um, here along with my co-host. Catherine Fish, but you know, you can call me Cat. And we're excited to dive into some more scams this week. So we have, of course, as usual, our two emails of choice, and then Cat has our, our top story of the week. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, Kat, are you ready to go ahead and get us started? I sure am. Um, so this email was sent from MK <laughs> with the email, just the initials MK, but the email address is thesanit.bandel at lutheran.hu. Hmm. Okay. Sounds official. <laughs> Yeah, so it's from MK, and um, the subject says, hello, dear, how are you? Nice. So I'll reserve my thoughts on the subject line until after, but the email reads as follows. Hello, dear, I'm sorry to bother you, but I am single, lonely, and in need of a caring, loving, and romantic companion. I am a secret admirer and would like to explore the opportunity to learn more about each other. Hopefully, it will be the beginning of a long-term communication between us. Please let me know what you think. Just send a reply to my message. I will be glad to hear from you. Hugs and kisses, secret admirer, MK. Wow, very forward. (laughs) It's intriguing. I have a secret admirer. (laughs) A secret admirer with a lutheran.hu email address (laughs) yeah i don't know what that's about but anyway i I love it so (laughs) i interesting initial thoughts here on my end um yeah um we don't know who mk is we don't know m is it mary k is this another pyramid scheme no it's mary k the mary k um but yeah we don't get any information about you know who is this person we don't they don't give any details so that's very interesting we know they're a secret admirer and they're single and lonely (laughs) we don't know their gender we don't know their age we don't know their location i mean they're admiring the recipient you so i'm assuming that they've somehow are Connected. connected yeah but i don't know if that's geographic maybe you're just like discord bffs i don't know <laughs> right. maybe you're just supposed to know who mk is maybe that's their handle on something so oh ooh, maybe um yeah it's so big though it's like intriguing but also a little bit like mm, a little creepy a little creepy i think the okay i, I think the term secret admirer is just a little creepy in general this might be off topic but like (laughs) i don't know to admire means to observe in a positive way yeah or watch like a stalker yeah so like you can't admire something you haven't seen because like you admire art or you admire a vehicle Mm, or you mm -hmm, admire mm -hmm. and if you admire a person that means that you yeah you're observing them you're watching them them, in a positive way but nevertheless, yeah. so, you know, for a famous person, you could be a, an admirer of someone, but like, that's more disconnected. But when sure. you get like a letter and you're not a famous person, and it's like, I'm your secret admirer. I just always picture someone like cartoonishly behind a tree, just yeah. like watching like, you, watching you like, get, you're get like feeding the, the ducks and they're like watching from behind <laughs> the tree. <laughs> yeah. Or getting the mail or I don't know. There's just something yeah. a little about that like I don't know and then you have the word secret of course on top of it and it's just like oh I don't know uh yeah a little icky also I think this has to be my least favorite way to sign off an email ever hugs, hugs and, and kisses. kisses comma and then there's another sign off secret admirer yeah hugs and kisses I mean that's rather like effeminate language so the tone of the email, at least for me, and maybe it's because mm-hmm. I am a woman, reads as like a woman has written this email. Okay. Um, but it's it's strange that they didn't include that information 
like at least some basic like demographic info on who they were. Yeah, right. Because ideally, if they're wanting to get to know each other, they're not going to be secret for long. So don't they kind of want to put it out there to like pique your interest a little bit? I just feel like even the misconnections on Craigslist are more specific. Like, yeah, 100%. Usually they're like, I'm a 45-year-old man <laughs> and I saw you at Quick Trip. You have blonde hair. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, like usually I feel like there's some sort of description like even the title yeah. is usually like like I look I like know, this like, I'm, like I saw you aged man looking yeah. for blah 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 like there's some sort of description but something and I think the fact I think the fact that this person this MK yeah did not give any of that just adds to the 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 fishiness of it yeah. I mean, they're quick. I will give them that. Like they straight yeah. to the point. They're just not very. Um... They tried to use a ruse that would allow them the ambiguity of not yes. putting in many details. Yes. But it's also not working. <laughs> it's not working for me. Yeah. They're they're emphasizing the secret on secret admirer for sure. Yeah. it Honestly, it's a little lazy. Like, I mean, you could. <laughs> come on. Come on. They don't even get a name. Just MK. MK. Michael Keaton. Oh. Um, <laughs> hugs and kisses from Michael Keaton. <laughs> hugs and kisses. Uh, <laughs> also weird, like I don't I don't like hugging strangers, and I'm certainly not gonna kiss a stranger. It's not in my culture, it's not in my Yeah. Preference. Well, they're not a stranger, they're your admirer. Dun dun dun. Ooh, I guess, yeah, I guess those are not mutually exclusive. But unless still. they really are. This is it's it's giving very um very like joe from you vibes did Yikes. you ever watch that show i did not because being stalked is like a huge like personal fear of mine like yeah, i'm so not don't famous watch enough it. to be stalked but i guess the people on there aren't either but like i don't know the idea of someone observing me like and not knowing like that they're observing me yeah yeah like mk <laughs> is very so like i, I did so i did not watch you because of that because i was like this yeah. is terrifying to me Too much. yeah like, okay the idea of like having a personal stalker is really scary uh agreed i personally found it to be a wonderful tv show but totally understand the whole fear of being stalked thing. yeah I'm, i've heard great i've heard it's done very well yes it is i just it's why i don't watch black mirror either same thing like oh, it's just like yeah that almost too too real maybe for me uh, definitely um so not loving not loving the vibes from mk <laughs> no i mk and i are not on the same wavelength here at all um, we're not compatible <laughs> no no we're not sharing a space at the campsite for sure nope, like different we get so different bonfires for sure uh, <laughs> <laughs> but i guess i'll go ahead and get into my ratings um, Do it. so for attention grabbing Hello, dear. How are you? Is not attention grabbing very much to me. Um, we've had similar subjects in the past and potentially in the future. And I just, I don't know. Like, no one addresses an email that way. You know, like, I don't With know. The I don't question. Know. Well, yeah. How are you? And also, hello, dear. Like, who addresses an email with hello, dear? Like, it's I very would, dated. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't address my coworkers that way I don't address my family that way my grandma my doesn't even address me that way right also I'm not like emailing my family typically um or yeah. even my friends to be honest but that's what like <laughs> other things are for texting etc <laughs> exactly. but but yeah so probably just a four I don't uh I I yeah a four because in addition to the subject line the beginning line is also hello dear I'm sorry yeah. to bother you. I am single, lonely, and in need of a caring, loving, romantic companion. That's a little interesting. So, like, I give some points for that. So, I'm going to go with the four. Uh, when it comes to believability, it's too vague. But it's, yeah. but like you said, they're intentionally vague, I think. Yeah. To where you're kind of like, ooh, should I respond to this? But, like, it feels mm -hmm. fake because there's just no information given Zero. to really entice you. It's like, I'm lonely and I'm watching you. Please respond. <laughs> And not really like, gonna work Ooh, i don't know that's a little scary but um <laughs> so i'll give a five for believability um it's not unbelievable it's just but it's also not like out of it's not also believable so just down the middle it's a yeah. five charisma and call to action i mean the call to action is here please res 
please reply to my message. I will be glad to hear from you. Let me know what you think is a weird choice, um, but that's maybe just getting in a little bit to like grammar choice. At least the grammar is clear. Um, so I guess maybe that goes back to believability, but the grammar is here, clear yeah. here, unlike that sentence I just said. But um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Please let me know what you think is a weird thing to say after I'm a secret admirer. I would like us to get to know each other. I guess it's like, um, let me know your thoughts on exploring this yeah. potential. But I probably would have just said, like, I hope you'll reply to my message. Yeah. I would be glad to hear from you. Not like, yeah. let me know what you think. <laughs> Give me your thoughts. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was a little odd. So, um, I don't know. The charisma is okay. Again, it's very vague. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. There's also not really a selling point of just, they're just like, I'm single and lonely. And I'm Please like, respond. Mm, sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, there's not really an enticement there to be like, yeah, I want to respond to this person. There's no monetary. Um, I was going to say there's no, here. no mention yeah. of money. No, this is definitely just like purely social yeah. relationship stuff. So just that's interesting. Looking for other equally lonely people. I guess so. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious if the next step would probably lead to um financial or maybe it's just like how would you get into that though would you would this be would this turn into a romance scam probably i feel like it would have to like maybe like they say they live far away and then they request yeah. money to come visit or something like yeah. oh i need money to travel to you and then oh just kidding i'm not real uh <laughs> so but yeah. yeah so i think for charisma and call to action i'll give it a six you know okay. it's it's a little it is a little enticing because you kind of want to see just where it goes even if you know it's fake you're kind of like yeah. what is the there's That's no the real game. yeah there's there's not really a hint at what they're actually looking for here so that's a little enticing so mm -hmm. six yep okay yeah I like that I think that yeah the subject line is odd uh it's annoying that they're asking a question I I hate this is a side rant but you know in people use the phrase like how are you or like what's mm -hmm. up as a greeting instead of an actual question right i and hate the social that the only like socially acceptable response is good great yeah great. i i hate that i hate that because they're not actually asking the question they don't really mm -hmm. want to know how you're doing mm -hmm. so it annoys me that they put it this is just my thing that they put a question in the subject line but you can't respond to a subject line because True. then they don't go on to ask it in the body of the email. So why would you put like, how are you? Anyway, so moving on, I'm lonely. <laughs> and it's like, why yeah, put that in that's there? very true. I love that. So that's weird. Um, Don't like that. So attention grabbing. Yeah. And then um, I do like the intrigue of using initials only as the name. Like that's a little bit like secretive. I know it was probably a lazy choice, but and they're playing, you know, they're playing mm -hmm. into the whole secret admirer thing. That's a little bit intriguing. So for those two things, for attention grabbing, I'm going to give it a five. It's very elementary school Valentine's. Yeah, like, right? Like, ooh, I got home with my Valentine's Day box and someone wrote that they're admirer. my secret admirer and put their initials. And in a class of only eight kids, I wonder <laughs> who that could be. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then for believability, yeah, it's not believable at all, but I kind of want to believe it. Like, how fun would that right. be to be a secret admirer? Well, yeah. we just established that they're kind of stalking. So maybe not so fun, but it is interesting. Believability, though, yeah, it's too, it's really just too vague. Like, there's not, I would not be inclined to reply because they did not provide enough information. Like, mm -hmm. if, if you're like, there, there's just so many things that they left out that I wouldn't be interested in responding to if I didn't know yeah. who they were. So I'm going to give believability a four. Okay. Um, so How would like, you respond to an email like this? Like if you got an email and you were like, I think this <gasps> is a real email and not fake. Like if you got it from like, like how would, how would you respond to an email like this? I would probably like, okay, ask thanks. for more. <laughs> Glad you see that I'm amazing. No, I'd probably ask for more information. Honestly, I'd probably be like, what an intriguing email. I'm so flattered. I would love to get to know a little bit more about you. Mm -hmm. Like, 
who, who are you? <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Otherwise. Yeah. Because if I don't know that information, then I'm not going to know if I would be interested or not. Yeah. And what if I told you good. MK was behind the stage right now? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Would you come out here? Come please? on out. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. Um, mm. But MK remains in the shadows. Yes. Giving hugs and kisses. Um, which brings me to charisma. I yes. do think it's a rather charismatic email. Like it's, even though it's like very vague, the language that they use is really friendly. It's very like casual, mm -hmm. a little more conversational. Um, even though I hate the hugs and kisses sign off, it's very like. It's unique at least. Yeah, it's, it's friendly. Like they were like, I don't want to be a bother, but I'm single and lonely and. They're, they're asking for a lot of things, caring, loving, and romantic companion. That's a lot to ask. Okay. But, yeah. but email especially, yeah, like they just like put all the cards on the table, which, Hey, MK's got nothing to lose, I guess. Cause they're already That's single true. and lonely. Um, anyway, so the charisma, I'm going to give it a six for that, but the call to action, like you said, was weird with like, let me know your thoughts. Please let me know what you think. Just send a reply. Yeah. And I'll be happy to hear from you. So I don't know. I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give it a six though, because I think they didn't do so bad on the charisma part, despite it being so vague. That's fair. So it looks like we each gave it a 15. <laughs> oh, there you go. Half. So, yeah, we're batting at 50%. Right. MK, if you're listening, I hope you find your true <laughs> love. I hope you find what you're looking for. I hope if you sent this to multiple people, you found the one. Yeah. And you're living happily ever after in Hawaii somewhere or something. I don't know where in the world you are. Hugs and kisses. All righty, Red. What do you have for us today? Well, I have a very different email for us. Um, the subject line is actually, hello, dear. Oh, but, okay. Yes, I see. But, but no, no question this time. Just oh. hello, dear. Okay. Is it another secret admirer? Um, unfortunately, no. Oh. That would be fascinating. And <laughs> I this one is much longer than the other <laughs> one is. So buckle right. up. We're going Bring it in. on. Um, we got a big one. We're and ready. And here we go. Oh, Reel this is it from in. this is from Mrs. Therese Nina. Um, which is the email address is Mrs. Therese Nina10 at gmail.com. Okay. And it reads as follows. My dear, my name is Mrs. Therese Nina from Norway. I know oh. that this message will be a surprise to you. It is, in fact. Uh, <laughs> firstly, I marry, firstly, I am married to Mr. Patrick Nina, a gold merchant who owns a small gold mine in Austria. He died of cardiovascular disease in mid-March 2011. So I don't oh. know why the, the verb tense changes there, but we'll get to that. I, I'm I'm commenting as I'm reading. I apologize. Uh, during his lifetime, he deposited the sum of 8.5 million euro, oh. 8,500,000 euros in a bank in Vienna, Austria. The deposited money was from the sale of the shares, death benefits, payment, and entitlements of my deceased husband by his company. I am sending this message to you, praying that it will reach you in good health, since I am not in good health condition, in which I sleep every night without knowing if I may be alive to see the next day. I am suffering from long-time cancer, and presently I am partially suffering from a stroke illness, which has become almost impossible for me to move around. I am married to my late husband for over four years before he died, and is unfortunately that we don't have a child my doctor confided in me that I have less chance to live. <laughs> Having known my health condition, I decided to contact you to claim the fund since I don't have any relation. I grew up from the orphanage home. <laughs> I have decided to donate what I have to you for the support of helping motherless babies slash less privileged slash widows because I am dying and diagnosed of cancer for about two years ago. I have been touched by God Almighty to donate from what I have inherited from my late husband to you for good work of God Almighty. 
I have asked Almighty God to forgive me and believe he has because he is a merciful God and I will be going in for an operation very soon. This is the reason I need your services to stand as my next of kin or an executor to claim the funds for charity purposes. If this money remains unclaimed after my death, the bank executives or the government will take the money as unclaimed fund and may use it for selfish and worthless ventures. <laughs> I need a very honest person who can claim this money and use it for charity works, for orphanages, widows, and also build schools for less privilege that will be named after my late husband and my name. I need your urgent answer to know if you will be able to execute this project, and I will give you more information on how the fund will be transferred to your bank account. Thanks, Miss Therese Nina. Oh, question. Do you think all of the scammers like have a an annual conference or some kind of conference call, some kind of meeting where mm -hmm. they decide on like the poignant talking points that seem to be really effective in an email. I like I like to think it's an email thread, but ah, that would yes. that would make sense. They do yeah. seem partial to emails. Yes, but yes, yeah. I, I yeah, I mean, some of these sentences as I as we're going along, I'm like, I'm pretty sure we've heard that before. Like Copy very paste. similar, yeah, like the the I sleep every night, no, not knowing uh -huh. if I may be alive to see the next day. Like pretty we sure we've heard that. Definitely. And like, I suffer from the stroke illness, the, the stroke, stroke illness. illness. We've heard that before. Yep. Um, um, yeah. So we'll dive into it. Initial thoughts on, I'm sorry. I think I said Therese. It's probably supposed to be Therese if I didn't say that before, but it always throws me off when there's a TH and then you don't pronounce it as TH. So I apologize to those yeah. named Therese. Sorry, Therese. That way. <laughs> okay. So for me, attention grabbing the subject line just is not doing it for me. Yeah. Hello, dear. Mm, okay. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Who are but you? The, <laughs> but the, again, we've established nobody talks like that. Right. But the contents of the email, I mean, to me and maybe to us and our listeners, it feels like a, a kind of a quilting, if you will, of like previous phrases that we've heard. Yes. like copy pasted together almost like a ransom note like there's like pieces of newspaper letters yes. glued on a paper that is a beautiful analogy well <laughs> thank you um so it's like not very attention grabbing in that aspect but I'm trying to think about if I were someone who had never seen an email like this before what would I think mm -hmm. and the plot is intriguing it is the grammar, for the most part, at least at the beginning, was pretty good. It seemed to stumble a little in the middle, yeah, and kind of get worse as it went a little bit. Yes, um, kind of, kind of that. The more that, they customize the template, I think, the more yeah, the, they got the, off the worse it gets. Yeah, yeah, they got off script a little bit. They tried to embellish it, and they just couldn't quite do. It. So that is a telltale no. sign, obviously, that it's a little bit scammy. It's probably not from someone who is a native English speaker, which isn't mm -hmm. necessarily doesn't make it a scam, but that is, it is, they're going for a foreign money thing. So fishy, yeah. uh, attention grabbing. So I'm going to give it a four, um, believability for the same, a lot of the same reasons. Uh, it's just not super believable. Also, as someone who works in healthcare, if, if you are on debt's doorstep with a terminal illness I'm it would be an interesting choice that they would be doing some kind of life-saving surgery like oftentimes yeah. if you're if you are in the dying process like I, yeah, it just doesn't right. make sense like so it's a lot of the storyline is it's also strange that the, the tense changes of her husband because she makes it sound like she's recently widowed but then yes. she's saying he died in 2011 and they were only married for four years. That was that a was long one of the time biggest ago. Things, yeah, that was the biggest thing I, I picked up one of. Yes, as well. She was like, I am married. He died in 2011. I'm like, well, then, sweetie, I hate to tell you. Yeah. Oh, that was a long time yeah. ago. Okay. You are not married, actually. That you is, are not. You were married. That is past tense. Long past tense. Yeah. And the way that she described growing up in an orphanage home rather than just like, she could have just said she was an orphan. 
Right. But, but yeah. Just so you know, she was not adopted, I guess, is the moral of the story there. Sad, sad story. Um, yeah, so it's just a little bit strange the way that they tried to weave the story together because they like gave like really specific details on certain aspects that don't matter. Yeah. But then they also like couldn't quite keep their story straight almost. I think it was a language thing. Like the grammar thing just mm-hmm. kind of got in the way. So I'm going to give it another four for believability. And then for charisma call to action, they're obviously playing to the heart. They're playing off of your like empathetic nature or like right. general compassion. They threw in a little bit of the religiosity, which was just kind of funny how they said that like the like, almighty God thing like three different times. Yes. Um. So I guess that's supposed to be the charisma, like they're playing to your good nature, assuming yeah. the recipient has any. Um, and the call to action, what was it? What did they want our, us to they do? They wanted us to urgently answer them to know if they'll be able to execute the project and they will give us okay. more information. All right. So still a little unclear because what are you supposed to say? Like, I guess. Yeah, but then she's going to tell you what she's asking of you. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I might give another four. Four is all around for this one. Four is like all around. Less, okay. It's sub sub average, subpar here. Yeah. I Not think, awesome. I think that's reasonable. I There are interesting things about this email, despite it having a pretty generic template, as we've said. One, it really threw me off when I was reading it about the the number because she says it like three times in a row like three different ways so it's yeah it's typed out as 8.5 in numeric you know and then the euro sign and then it says million euro (laughs) um but then after that it also says eight million five hundred thousand euros so it reads as sum of 8.5 million euro eight million five hundred thousand euro and it's like really confusing uh, okay like what (laughs) Like that threw why me off. You, why did you write it so many times? Um, we're revisiting the topic of being married or being a widow of a a gold mine merchant. Only this time it's in Austria and not like China or something, wherever yeah. it was last time. Yeah. But very interesting. Um not gold dust, gold mine. Not gold dust, a gold mine. Yeah. Austria is very well known for their gold their mines. gold industry <laughs> um maybe they are actually i don't really know but I, it's news i've to me. never heard of that but um if you're from austria and you're listening please write in and let yeah, us know let us know at gonefishingpod at gmail.com and boom <laughs> there it is there's the plug and now we're back uh <laughs> but yeah so that was interesting and confusing to me Mm-hmm. Um, yes, the religiosity is thrown in there. God Almighty, God Almighty, Almighty God. He is a merciful God. It's like, oh my gosh. Okay. Um, yeah, wow. Just like that whole paragraph is just like, how many, how many times can you say the same thing? The same um, thing over and over. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's a lot. Like the whole grammar of that paragraph is just like you said. It's just like letting you know that she is a godly woman and. Yes that she's gonna Laying die it on a little thick she's gonna die maybe but she has a surgery um <laughs> right and yeah so I, I for attention grabbing I, i'm in agreement with you that the subject line is not attention grabbing the opening line is not attention grabbing um it's never again addressed per usual why we are the recipient of this email and why she has our email um that's, so that's one thing be... they've never come up with in their little plot is how to how to make people understand or under like explain why we were contacted. Yeah. Uh, some how. have tried, but never well. They're like, I found you in the email list on the Google. <laughs> on the <laughs> interwebs. <laughs> like, oh, yes, of course. Oh, okay. um, yeah. So this, it's not very attention grabbing to me. It's very long. Yeah. And it's like way too much unnecessary detail that is not grammatically correct so yeah i i would say this is like a like a three for attention grabbing it's just not there when it comes to believability as you had already mentioned it kind of deteriorates as we go along um they just kind of throw in you know between the 
reminding you multiple times that they're they are um a believer mixed in with they're also an orphan mixed in with they're also a widow mixed in with like they have all cancer the, gotta gotta hit the full bullet list here yep. for like prime victimhood so template. yeah yeah so that's a lot and it just doesn't feel believable and I, there's something about and i know it's just a grammatical thing and it wasn't intentional but that opening as we said of i am married but actually yeah. he died like that instantly to me the the verb tense switch is so abrupt it feels untrustworthy and so yeah. when it comes to believability it's like instantly everything else you say i'm like mm. like subconsciously my mind goes well I don't know, like, and maybe that's just a me thing. But for me, I find that the verb tense switch is so dramatic um, on such an important detail that it's that it's like, I don't really know anything you say at this point on. I, I, I'm hesitant about it. So for believability, yeah. that hurts it a lot for me. It's just the constant switching of verb tense because it's like, what's real and what's not? And yeah, like, what's the time frame your you're discussing within? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a, a two. Like, this is just not, there's not much here substance wise for believability, despite how many words there are. And, <laughs> and then when it comes to call to action and charisma, not charismatic, again, that kind of goes into the believability and the, the verb tense change here. Um, I do think it's funny that they say you have to name, we want you to like build a school for the yeah. underprivileged, and then you need to name it after me and my husband. <laughs> <laughs> you're like oh okay. okay I don't think we've ever seen like any demands sort of, yeah like any sort of guidelines beyond it must be used for charity but not specific details of like it must include my name like yeah that's such a funny detail that they chose to include too because that mm -hmm. has zero relevance if just to the scam in general but then they're like we're gonna throw in one stipulation just for fun yeah yeah just you know just to zhuzh it up. So quirky. Uh, <laughs> like, it's Literally. like, that's their final, their final wish is to have their name on that school, I guess. Yeah. And then saying that the government would use it for, what was the word they used? Nefarious? Was worthless. Selfish and worthless. Yeah. yeah. They would use it for uh, executives, bank executives and the government. They'll use it for <laughs> selfish and worthless ventures. Um, that was kind of funny to me. So. Yeah. I kind of like that, but um, <laughs> the the dichotomy of like what happens if you don't, it isn't just that the money goes away. It's that, oh no, it gets like tainted by, cause it's yeah. used by bad people. You want it um, to be used for evil. Right. Yeah. So I kind of like that. I'll give some charisma points for that. That's kind of funny. Right. Yeah. Um, and I kind of like that. They're like, you have to name it after me. Like, I don't know. That's kind of funny to me in a good way. Um, it's just like a petty. Yeah. Demand. Yeah. So I'll probably give charisma and call to action like a four. Otherwise, okay. it probably would have been a three. But I like those little Details. those little sprinkles. So I'll give it a four. So okay. that's where I that's where I stand or All sit right. rather. <laughs> Our combined average was ten and a half out of 30. okay. So not great, but not great. Try better, Teresa. I guess. Yeah. Therese, not Teresa. Sorry, I just can't get your name right. I apologize. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right, so we've got MK and Therese. We do. Um. So we know Therese is not the secret admirer. It's unless true. they're using a a pseudonym, I suppose. A pseudo acronym. Pseudacronym. I, I don't Ooh. know. I don't know. I maybe you invented a word, but I think it works. I'm going to use but, that now. I'm going to find a way to use the acronym in at least three conversations this week. That's my ooh, takeaway. Report, please report back on how that goes. But speaking of false identities, oh boy. the story I have for us today is about a woman who is notoriously known as Diamond Doris, Ooh. who is one of the world's most famous jewel thieves. Wow. She had a, like, 
70 year long catch me if you can style criminal career and like I mentioned she specialized in stealing millions of dollars worth of jewels wow what is okay sorry this is very off tangent what is the name of the lady that had purple eyes that was like the big diamond lady back in the day uh elizabeth yes elizabeth taylor thank you yes the listener was like screaming that um elizabeth (laughs) taylor for some mind when you say in my mind when you're as you've introduced this i have like a morph of audrey hepburn and elizabeth (laughs) taylor like it like an elderly i don't know if she is but this is where my mind goes it's like an elderly mix of audrey hepburn and elizabeth taylor and she's like dripped in diamonds and she's just like sitting there and then that's that's the image i have in my head for the story now um kind of she (laughs) is elderly that's nice She actually is a woman of color. She, Mm. um, her father was black and her mother was Cherokee. Oh, wow. Okay. She was a really strikingly beautiful woman, which I think played to her advantage uh, during her career, actually. So Mm. pretty privilege. Yeah. Well, so she masqueraded. Well, I'll get to that. Essentially leading into it back in the 1970s is kind of when she like really came into her own as a jewel thief so mm. um on a summer day in 1974 let your mind picture yourself at the hotel de paris in monte mm. carlo where this woman doris Payne, doris marie Payne, who was 44 years old um was staying she told those that she was meeting that she was the wife of a famous director And she was very well-received. She was glamorous, very well-dressed. People thought she was a model. Um, She made a really good impression. And she had a good reason to hide her real identity while she was in Monaco. Um, Not because she was any type of celebrity or anyone that anyone knew. Um, But she was there to steal jewels. So she stopped by a luxury boutique in Monaco and um, the salesperson had like rounded up a bunch of jewels for her. Um, By the way, her story uh, is a motion picture. I think there's been documentaries done on her and now there's a movie and I think there's a book too. Um, but there's a documentary called The Life and Crimes of Doris Payne. And then the movie, let's see, the movie... It's called Diamond Doris. Okay. So if you're interested, you can go watch the movie. And Diamond know Doris. All about Doris. But essentially, she because she like came off so well and made such a good impression with people, she would go to these jewelry stores and she would, you know, chat them up, be super friendly, mm-hmm. and then she'd have them round up a bunch of different pieces of jewelry. Um, And in Monaco... One of the pieces that the salesperson had put out on the counter was a 10 and a half carat diamond ring, which was worth wow. $550,000 in the seventies, which today mm-hmm. is worth two and a half million. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had set it down and then went to somebody else in the store. And so she, um, you know, would just do this kind of little swappy routine, but I guess she just swiped this one. Mm-hmm. And then she, you know, declined to purchase anything left got in the cab then she realized how much the ring was worth she didn't really understand it when she grabbed it but then she saw the price tag and she freaked out because she was like thinking that she had stolen this like world wonder and everyone mm-hmm. was going to be looking for her of course the police did come looking for her mm-hmm. um, and they found her in an airport in nice um but they did not oh. find the ring Okay. Because she managed to surreptitiously slip it into her mouth. And then she kind of started juggling it around as they were looking. So like she sneezed it into a tissue and then she hid it in her pantyhose. Oh my gosh. And, um, but they took her into custody. And because she was a woman, the Monte Carlo prison didn't have a facility to detain women. So they put her in a hotel and then they just like <laughs> placed a female guard at her door. Oh my gosh. But- 
she asked the officer for a nail clipper from her luggage that was confiscated and a needle and thread to mend him, you know, just to bide the time yeah, while right, she's right. like in prison. Womanly things. Yes. Um, I so need she, my sewing needle. <laughs> so she used these toenail clippers to pry the diamond out of the mounting on the ring. And then she like threw the mounting of the ring into the ocean and she just left with the diamond. She she sewed it into her girdle and nobody ever found it. So then she sold it in in New York City when she came back. So uh, So they just let her go when they couldn't find it. They were like, yeah, I guess they just had to dismiss charges, I guess. Okay. she didn't go to jail. Um, She she has been in jail multiple times since then. But uh, back in the day, though, Mm. she she was very slippery so she well um, i guess when the when the threat is we're gonna put you in a hotel room it's not quite as intimidating i suppose yeah no way (laughs) um and so the different like criminal reports that were filed about her like officers would note like she was attractive she was so sharply dressed she looked Mm -hmm. like a model like she just yeah i guess it was her pretty privilege that she just was able to like get away with this so um, she kind of created this identity of someone that she she said was a combination of eager to please and stupid. So she okay. wanted to like dazzle, confuse, and acquire, and then slip away. So again, she would do this thing where she would have these jewelry store um salespeople like put out a bunch of pieces. And then mm-hmm. she would just like go from trying them on so quickly that they wouldn't, she would just kind of bounce around that they wouldn't notice if one like wasn't there anymore. Mm. And then sometimes she would pretend to like drop a piece and then find it for them. So they would, you know, like she would build trust with them that way and make it mm-hmm. seem like she was honest and was like, oh my gosh, the the ring fell in my pocket or like, here it is, you know, and give it back to them so that they would mm-hmm. let their guard down. Um, but she also was good at slipping away when she was in custody. Like, uh, one time she was detained on a train on her way to prison because they'd caught her for something and the Mm. train stopped for water and she just like jumped off the train and ran away. (laughs) So like she would just escape even if, if they had her. So one of these moments was in Zurich, Switzerland, Um, When she had a field day in a Rolex shop and um, this was in 1980 and she said she sold a bunch of Rolexes and then she went to a nightclub and she broke her rule of not drinking alcohol apparently. And so she got, she got a little wet and wild and Uh she was dancing in this nightclub and she did not realize that the nightclub broadcast the dance floor to the city's residents, which seems that's very strange weird but i don't know if that's on her you know what that's yeah <laughs> she gets a pass for that one <laughs> that's like, a little creepy that's not something i would be like oh silly me of course they're broadcasting of the dance course, floor to there's everyone's a television. channel it's on <laughs> the news for channel. i don't know yeah so that was like weird anyway as a sidebar but um so the police saw her dancing in the wow. nightclub and that was how they went and caught her wow but through the years, um, she has used at least 32 aliases, alii, aliases, I don't know, 11 Ooh. social security numbers and passports and nine different names. She's been, she's stolen from countries all over the world. Um, and she is so unapologetic about her crimes. She insists that her crimes have always been victimless and they have nothing to do with my moral fiber she just has always said, like, they never hurt anybody. So, no, I, I, wow. my only regret is getting caught. Wild. Yeah. Even in like 2010, um, she was arrested for stealing a like $9,000 emerald diamond ring from Macy's. Um, but by then she was like an elderly woman. So, even the police officers were like kind of romanticized her as a jewel thief because like mm-hmm. she's so like sweet and seems so harmless. And she, truly never hurt anyone like physically speaking she never hurt anyone but never threatened anyone or anything yeah yeah no but she she is most definitely 
a criminal. And in 2011, at the age of 80, she was found guilty on two counts of theft and sentenced to five years behind bars with the Macy's case. Um, oh, wow. And she was released because of overcrowding less than three years later. But since then, she has been arrested multiple times for pilfering jewelry, including in 2013 at 82 years old. When she lifted a 12 carat white gold ring worth 22,000 from a boutique in California. Oh my gosh. Um, so she just, her comment on this was stealing jewelry, it was just exciting. It also became a social outlet for me. That was my everything. I don't regret being a jewel thief. Do I regret getting caught? Yes. Wow. This is giving major Catwoman vibes now. Yeah. This isn't has morphed it? my visual. It's very much like as a, Batman fan um <laughs> I like this is very much like same like logic of like well yeah. it's exciting it's fun like yeah. I get to like it's the thrill of like doing it and also it's like a it's a victimless crime in a sense because I'm still almost like a Robin Hood mentality of like well I'm stealing yeah. people who like won't even miss it so like yeah they don't need it they have so much like they have so much so much jewelry like if they can't even notice that something's gone until after I'm gone then like clearly it's not that important to them and like right. they they're not suffering from losing this piece of jewelry so very fascinating that that is I also just that think there's wild. something like so to me in my mind something so romantic about jewel thieves <laughs> like it's just like it's so specific it's not like, just like like sh you hear like shoplifter and you picture like yeah, someone uh, like robbing like a retail store for yeah. a t-shirt or something or like something lame and you're like oh the riffraff but then it's like right. oh they're a jewel thief and then it's like ooh high class crime <laughs> like <laughs> yeah even though it's literally the same thing it's but, still stealing it's still yeah. very much a crime but yeah. there's something like mm, I I the don't know the why. boldness of it. I don't know the yeah the glor like the glamour of it. It's such a glamorous crime, and I like. There's part of me that is like rooting for the folk hero in Doris to like get away with it. Oh <laughs> That's so terrible to say. She Macy's, didn't get away if with you're it. Listening, we don't. Actually Sorry, no. This. She, um. she. I think I don't think she's alive anymore either. But wow. um, she definitely should have been caught, and I'm honestly surprised at how little. She only would do a few stints in jail here and there, like for days at a time. Yeah. Like this woman never really suffered any consequences. And she spent her whole life doing this. Yeah, like, like 70 years. Like wild. Yeah, this was her career. And so I have so many questions for Doris about this, but. Where was she selling them? Was she like pawning them? Like that's the big question know. for me is like somehow this has yeah, to be some she get rid sort of. of how is she like financially sustaining herself? Because my understanding is she's just like stealing and then selling. And then that's how she gets by long enough to do it again. I guess, yeah. I guess so, jewelry stores or pawn stores. Yeah. Cause somebody. I guess, yeah. I guess you could sell it at a jewelry store. Cause unless they specifically, I mean, like, I don't know, like unless they knew one, some very specific and if it's just the diamond, it's probably hard to track that and be like, Oh, that yeah. particular diamond is stolen. Hm. Especially back in the 70s, they probably didn't right. have yeah. electronic records. Mm -hmm. Or I don't even know if now they record share like that. And unless, I'm yeah. Not, yeah. Unless I like am a not a friend number. in the jewelry business, so I, I don't know. Unfortunately, I'm not either. Uh, but I guess she, she figured it out, man. She made it work. So I don't know what her quality of Wild. life was. Like, I don't know how much she was actually like ringing in from month to month, yeah. but uh super fascinating so i might have to go watch the movie about her yeah that sounds very interesting yeah i'm giving major it's giving it's giving catwoman to me <laughs> without the costume like right just the just going out there stealing jewelry doing just it getting by yep yeah wild Such what a scam what a yeah. what a niche fraud yeah i guess just like chat up the jewelry store guy and take it away. Put that in my mouth. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm sure it's always the, just it's the, the audacity of it all, I guess. <laughs> like the, I, yeah. the absolute 
like shamelessness of being like and like the nerve yeah like the nerve the the self-confidence to just be like i'm a walk in that jewelry store and just take it i guess without force and nobody's gonna stop me who won a half million dollar jewel yeah i'm just gonna walk out with it i'm just gonna do that i guess okay crazy i think i need to be more bold not to commit crimes but just (laughs) in general I but feel yeah. like I would be so nervous just walking into a jewelry store in general. Yeah, I feel opposite. like I don't belong there. I'd be like, <laughs> oh my God, they're all watching me. What if I accidentally drop something? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I walk like, around with my hands up. I promise yeah. I'm not taking anything. Right, yeah. <laughs> you can check my pockets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gotta yeah. gotta give props to her creativity though, I guess, or her ingenuity of like She's sewing savvy. it to her clothes and She's hiding savvy. it. Yeah. Yeah. Diamond Doris, there you have it. Diamond Doris. What a what a woman. Yeah. (laughs) I'll have to watch that now. I have never heard of her. So I'll have to watch the film or the the series and and check more into that because that would be fascinating. Yeah. But in the meantime, if you would like to reach out to us, as I mentioned before, you can email us at gonefishingpod at gmail.com. If you have a a story, personal experience, or a scam that you have received that you would like to pass along to us. We'd be happy to hear about it and potentially talk about it on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also check out our posts that Kat usually is the one who runs the Instagram. So you can <laughs> check out the posts at the same handle at Gone Fishing Pod on Instagram. Yeah, check us out. Please like, subscribe, share with a friend. Absolutely. And you know where to find us. So we're on all the podcast places. That's right. Yep. But until next time, we're gone fishing. Stay safe out there. Bye.